2: And there's another brother in this church. Been where you been? And he can go say, "Bro, been where you been, man? God brought me through. Been through bankruptcy. God brought me through. Been through foreclosure. God got me through. Been through divorce. God got me through. Been through death. God got me through. Been through a lost child. God got me through. Been through losing my job. Guess what? God got me through. So he says, everything you go, go back and strengthen your brother. Gonna work with what you got. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I like that. Back into Luke, look what he says right here it's blessed my life. And, one, and you, once you've turned again back to me, this is one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. Pastor, what does he mean? <laughs> Jesus is telling Peter that you are going to fall down. But once you turn back around, I still got you. I know you're going to fail me, but once you turn back around, I still got you. I don't know if you've been in that place where someone says you ain't nothing. Well, what I realize is when someone says you not nothing, guess what? God gonna use you. I understand that when you're down to nothing, that's when God is up to something. So, what I realize, this scripture encouraged me so much because I don't know about you. I rededicated my life to God more than once. Do I have any witnesses who rededicated life once, twice, three times, four times? Five? Who rededicated today? Jesus is saying, look, once you have turned back to me, meaning I already know you're going to turn your back on me. I'm telling you right now you're going to turn your back on me. He says, once you turn back to me, go and strengthen your brothers. Oh, another revelation. Meaning that all the backsliding, falling and messing up, is usable. Because see, there's a brother out there. And made some mistakes, and he don't know how he's going to figure his way out of this. And there's another brother in this church that's been where you been. And he can go say, hey, bro, been where you been, man? God brought me through. Been through bankruptcy, God brought me through. Been through foreclosure, God got me through. Been through divorce, God got me through. Been through death, God got me through. Been through a lost child, God got me through. Been through losing my job, guess what? God got me through. So he says, everything you go, go back and strengthen your brother. Tell your brother how you got through. The Bible says we are made overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Your testimony has power. Your testimony sets you free. And what you tell somebody says, I know I don't look like much, but guess what? God recycled me. I know that my life may not be perfect, but guess what? God recycled me. I know my situation doesn't look real good, but guess what? I've been recycled. God used me. God turned my life around. Once you turn back to me, meaning God already knows you're gonna drop the ball, and saying, "After you drop the ball, I still got you." <laughs> I don't know if anybody dropped some balls before, <laughs> but see, that make me <laughs> that sets me free right there, because I, I used to fumble every now and then. <laughs> Peter said to him, I'm ready. You you know what's so critical about this? I was teaching at Meadowbrook Middle School in Pine Hills, Florida, uh, a lower economic area of Orlando. Uh, We had 92% free or reduced lunch. If you don't know what that means, that means everybody getting free lunch. And they put me in this classroom, the seventh-grade classroom, and my class was called Varying Exceptionalities. That means Varying Exceptionalities. That means my babies had varying exceptionalities. So, you'd have little Leo. If he didn't get his medicine, medicine Leo going to swing on you. Uh, Mr. Cousins, Leo didn't get his medicine. Leo, sit down now. I don't, I don't want to do it to you again. <laughs> I, I will do it to you. I mean, the teacher, wa- the principal walked by. I got an elbow on my throat of the, the, the child. I says, you need anything, Miss Cousins? Do I need anything? I'm choking the child. <laughs> do I need anything? Great job, Mr. Cousins. I said, where, where am I at? Is this a twilight zone? Because the, the classroom I had, the resource officer had to be in the classroom before I got there. There was a, a lady, she had a, she had a PhD, she said, you know, I have a PhD, I can handle any child. She went up in there, they were spanking her butt, bang, she was like, she said, no, I can't do this, so she left. So they put me in there, and now, uh, so the boy swung on me, <laughs> I ducked and slammed him, and he, I said, look, I'm a substitute teacher. I ain't got no contract. (laughs) Try me if you want to. I'm the wrong one. I got no contract. I got no benefits. I'm here for $85, and I'll whoop you. I wasn't all the way saved yet, y'all. Y'all got to pray for me. I wish you would. I'm saved, but don't swing. If you've been in the public school system, it can get kind of hot and heavy real quick, and if you if, you, if they don't realize you're crazy, <laughs> so I'm in this classroom, y'all, and I'm asking God, why? I'm, I said, Lord, I'm I'm slamming children. <sighs> I choked him. Lord, Lord. I said. No, 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 why why am I here? Why am I here? And God told me, he says, you're here for your son. Jomo at that time was two or three years old. I didn't see the connection. Jomo was in third or fourth grade later on. And the teacher comes to me and says, "Uh, Mr. Cousins, he says, I think your son needs to be on medicine. He says, I know it may offend you, but I was on medicine. It worked for me. I said, the devil is a liar. It may work for you, but my kids are covered. So I can't flow with it. And I'm not saying if you are or aren't. I'm just talking for me. as for me and my house. We ain't rolling with that. I said, come, come here, Jomo. We're we going we to take you home. We're going to work with you. Uh, the boy right now has a 3.9 GPA. But see, but see I, the only way he got there was I had to be in that classroom. Going through that because God was setting me up for my son. Meaning some of the trials and the storms you're going through, is not even for you. It's setting you up. So when the enemy comes to attack you, you know exactly what to do. So sometimes God will allow us to go through some faith fights and the fight is bigger than you. It's for your family. It's for your kids. So that's why the Bible says fight the good fight. Fight the good fight. Because you never know how God's going to use that thing. My boy, Josiah, Lord Jesus, <laughs> he telling the teacher, <sighs> the teacher told him, if you, you know, you, you need to do this and do that. You know, Josiah, if you don't do this, you they may hold you back. You can't do that to me. Josiah, just don't, don't talk to the lady like that. Just, daddy, no. And if, if Josiah don't want to do work, no, no, I'm not doing it. No, I said, Lord Jesus, the teacher called us every other day. We, got, we 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 had we had meetings, you know. And I said, Lord, and now now we homeschooling Josiah, and the boy's killing it. What's the revelation, Pastor? Sometimes God is positioning your kids, and you don't even see it. It's like now the boy, he's on it. And God spoke to my heart. You know, Jomo, sometimes God allows situation and circumstances to happen. Because if you trust Him, it's going to work out for your good. But you have to trust the process. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center. In Review, Florida. Hello, family. I'm so excited to come today and discuss all the amazing things that God is growing. My latest book, Prayer Life, The Conversation, has officially launched, and I can't wait for you to get it in your hands. In this book, I share my journey on the power of prayer. I talk about how it became known as the prayer guide. I speak on the 18 reasons for unanswered prayer, 10 conditions for answered prayer, five benefits of daily prayer. Hannah's Five Keys to Her Prayer Success, Hezekiah's Seven Step Prayer Model, and The Sevenfold Ways to Pray to Get Answers. Throughout this book, I even do a daily journal to where you can log your conversation with God. Get this book in your hands. You can get it from Amazon.com or JomoCousins.com. Again, JomoCousins.com. Get your book today. Give someone the gift of prayer. God bless you. It's Pastor Jomo.
1: Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-4321. 0075 again the number is 712-432-0075 you simply enter the access code one zero one eight zero four. again the access code is one zero one eight zero four. for more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over please visit our website at freshwindradio.com and now let's get back to the word
2: happened happen to me, God covered me. I don't know who that word is for, but receive it. Hallelujah. What's the next scripture I got up there? If you know this, uh, Peter said this, which is pretty cool. He says, Lord, I'm ready to go with you now. Be careful. Don't let pride creep in. Look what this scripture says. Therefore, let the one who thinks he stands firm, immune of temptation, being overconfident and self-righteous, take care he does not fall into sin. See right after Jesus said that the devil wanted him, Peter said, "I'm ready to go, I'm right to die." He said, "Come on man, sit down. <laughs> the roost's about to crow, and you're going to deny me three times. Ooh. wisdom keys, wisdom keys oh, I'm going go. oh boy my time is gone number one. My time is almost over. Time gone. Kind of sound kind of. Mm, anyway, don't work on my language. Doesn't sound good, babe. Sound country. We all have gifts to be used. Look at them and they say, I'm gifted. Come on, say, I'm gifted. Now, you may not see it. I'm what? Just as each one of you have Receive. It didn't say you're gonna get. It says you have what? That means you already got it. I know I don't look like it, but I'm gifted. Look what it says: a special talent, an ability graciously given by God. Employ it, work it, in serving one another as it appropriates for God's God's stewards of God's multifaceted grace, faithfully using the diverse varied gifts and abilities granted. To Christians by God's unmerited favor. Ooh, I'm gifted. I don't care what you say about me, I'm gifted. I'm gifted. Now you have to decree this over your life to understand I'm gifted. And the Bible says the man's gift will make room for him and bring him before great men. I am gifted. Hallelujah. Number two, your gift will not exclude trials. Wisdom key number two. You're gonna have difficulties. Now you can have all the gifts you want, but you're gonna have some stuff to overcome. Look what it says. Because of the surpassing greatness and the extraordinary nature of the revelations which I receive from God. This is Paul speaking. Now, <clears throat> prior to Paul, uh, and I can't speak of God because God had all knowledge. Jesus had all knowledge because they're God. Lucifer got all this revelation. But Luc- Lucifer never had a thorn. So without the thorn, he had pride. Look what it says. For the surpassing greatness and extraordinary nature of the revelations which I receive from God for this reason, for this reason, to keep me from thinking of myself as important. Why is it we pray better when we're going through something? Why do we have to show up to church when we're going through drama? Why can't you show up when everything's good? Why can't you just discipline yourself whether rain, shine, up, down, money, no money, you love me, you don't love me, I'm going to church? He says this, God, scroll go back one more y'all to the slide before that. look what he says right before that one y'all. look what he says for this reason, to keep me from thinking of myself as important, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan, meaning God used the devil to torment and harass me, to keep me from exalting. Because, see, when you exalt yourself in the Bible, says, pride goes before the fall. So he says, I'm going to give you a thorn to keep you humble. You always will be dealing with this issue. I don't know about y'all, but I got issues. And, I be, and look, the next scripture says this. Oh, I like what Paul says. Concerning this, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might leave me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient. My loving kindness and mercy are more than enough, always available regardless of the situation. But my power is being perfected and completed in your weakness. God says, I'm not taking that thorn from you. Because every time you forget fully yourself, you leave me. When you start smelling yourself, I'm smelling myself, I'm smelling, and you start smelling yourself, you start thinking you're more important than you need to be. Let me close. Let me close. Let me close. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. I love this. Every now and then we feel like we don't qualify to be used by God. But let me help you all Noah was a drunk. Abraham was too old. Isaac was a daydreamer. Jacob was a liar. Leah wasn't the prettiest. Joseph was abused. Moses was a stutter, stutterer. Uh, Gideon was afraid. Samson was a womanizer. Rahab was a prostitute. Jeremiah and Timothy were too young. David was an adulterer and a murderer. Elijah was suicidal. Isaiah preached while he was naked. Jonah ran from God. Naomi was a widow. Job went bankrupt. John ate bugs. Peter denied Christ. So if God used all of them, Can he use you? But what happens in life, we feel as if since, ooh, Jesus, since the world has thrown me away, God can't use me. I don't know about y'all. Sometimes I put that crystal light powder in my bottle and shake it up. Can be reusable. Every now and then we got some oil you want to put it. There, praise the Lord. See, see, see what the world considers trash, God considers re- re- recyclable. Y'all know about this. See, see, y'all think this is a grocery bag, but when it's raining outside, Lord Jesus, Hallelujah, get my hair right. When it's wet outside, Lord Jesus, I want to wet my shoes up. Father God, thank you, Jesus. When you ain't got no trash bag. Lord. When you don't have a lunch bag. Lord Jesus. Put that thing right in there. Here you go, baby. Go to school. (laughs) See, God. (laughs) was the original recycler. Because what happens, what man says is trash. God takes away. And guess what? I used to sleep around, but guess what? God recycled me. Guess what? I used to drink, but guess what? God recycled me. I used to get high, but guess what? God recycled me. Guess what? I don't care what you've been through. God can recycle you. God can use you. So don't allow what you've been through because God has ability to take what someone calls trash and recycle it. For the Bible says God uses broken vessels. Sometimes you had to be broken to be used. I close with this. Oh, boy. Thank you, Jesus. Listen to this. Hold this in your spirit. God doesn't call the equip. He equips the call. Don't curse it. Don't nurse it. Don't rehearse it. But disperse it and trust God to reverse it. I'm going to say that again. Don't curse your situation. Don't nurse your situation. Don't rehearse your situation. But disperse it and let God reverse it. Guess what? I don't care what you're going through. I don't understand. God will use it for his glory. That's why Romans eight twenty eight says, and we know that all things are working together for the good, for those who love God, and those who are called. You're called, family. You're called. It's you. So today, family, I'm switching it up. We're not going to do a regular altar. Because this word is for every single one of you. Because, see, someone has disqualified you. Someone has said that you are not worthy. Someone has said that you, you you can't do this. And I'm telling you what the enemy has made for bad. God is going to turn around for your good. He's going to recycle you. Guess what? My first marriage didn't work out. But guess what? God's a recycler. Guess what? The first situation didn't work out. Well, guess what? God's a recycler. Guess what? I didn't work out in my first job, but guess what? God's a recycler. And if anybody has dealt with failure, depression, you don't feel qualified, low self-esteem, I'm telling you today, God will recycle you for his glory. Please stand with me. Hallelujah. Lift your hands to heaven. Say, Father God, recycle me. Use me. Everything I have been through has prepared me for this season and this time. I am your vessel. Use me. What the enemy made for bad. Lord, I know you're going to turn it around for my good. So, Father, I thank you that no weapon formed against me shall prosper no weapon will have its intended end. For what the enemy made to kill me is going to make me stronger. Lord, I thank you for the finished work on the cross. It is finished. It is done. So Lord, I receive all your promises. I am a child of a most high God. And Lord, I thank you that you will continue to work through me. Now look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, God going to do it. Come on, look at your other Say, no, neighbor, God going to do it. He's a recycler. I don't care what the enemy said. I don't care what the devil said. God going to use you. God's going to use you. I'm recycled. I'm redeemed. Guess what? Old things passed away. Behold, all things are new. I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. Oh, give God a shout of praise, right? Hallelujah. I've been recycled. I've been recycled. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father.
1: If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for